ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's another edition, another episode of Reliving the Lights, a Friday Night Lights Rewatch podcast. My name is Josh Kuypers. My name is Anthony Hookman. And we are here to talk about episode nine of season five tonight. So Josh, you finally went and saw the new Jackass movie today. Tell me about that experience. Yes, I did. Well, it was me and I think four other people in the theater at the 1140 showing of Jackass (laughs) on a Friday morning. And uh, I'll tell you this, by the time we left, I felt like we were best friends. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All of us in that theater. Uh, saw a lot of pig semen, um, of course, saw a lot of male genitalia, uh, and just absolutely laughed my ass off the entire time. <laughs> so it was great. Uh, really the only jackass, uh, things that have ever like been too much for me have always been semen related. So, uh, yeah, you feel, yeah, uh, I, we had more than enough of that, but, uh, seriously, no, I, I, I just laughed my ass off the entire time. It was great. Uh, at first there was like the awkwardness of like, I don't want to lose my, my shit while uh-huh. in like this, like semi empty theater. <laughs> but then we were all, I felt like after the first couple sketches, we were all just like, I'll oh, forget it. Like we're yeah. all in. So yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Uh, without spoiling too much for the audience who hasn't potentially seen it. And by the time we've released this, like <laughs> it'll probably be like streaming somewhere, but uh, what was your favorite segment? Oh man. Do you have one right off the top of your head? I do. Okay, tell uh, the me one yours that really, first. The one that really stood out to me is the one where they called it the Silence of the Lambs, uh, where it was they turned all the lights off in the oh, room yes. and had the night vision camera uh, <laughs> for a number of reasons. But up, up, up there was the fact that they just had Chris Pontius standing in the background uh, doing, doing the Buffalo Bill thing uh, and just kind yes. of like had that really huge smile on his face. Uh, like, I mean, yeah. that whole skit like went on for the perfect amount of time. Like literally yes. just when you thought like, okay, they've reached like they've reached peak funny, like they don't go into the next room and like it gets funny again. But right. But I think the thing that really sealed it was Pontius being there for no discernible <laughs> yeah. reason. Nope. Just to dance, <laughs> just to dance in the dark. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pontius is one of those guys who like, I can just see him and I'm just start laughing. Like he is just one of the most naturally hilarious people uh, for some reason. He's all shenanigans all the time. Yeah. Is, is Chris Pontius. He's yeah. like, if Tim Riggins <laughs> uh, was like more rugged, I can't like put a, yeah. He's like, if, if Tim Riggins was all shenanigans. Uh, yeah. I like that comparison. Uh, I can't, I can't think of one specifically, but I always love the more um, like stunt oriented ones sure. that, you know, so uh the the first the one that really got me laughing right this is not the my favorite one but the one that like broke the ice for me like uh just completely losing it was the uh the human ramp or whatever it was where they just had a bunch oh, of yeah. dudes piled up on each other and then they made <laughs> ramps such and- <laughs> a bad idea <laughs> it's it's the stuff like that that i love the most yeah. or the ones you know where they go flying into a lake or whatever so right uh yeah i had an excellent time uh had some indian food by myself, went to Jackass by myself, went and uh, grabbed some beers with friend of the show, uh, Austin Ringling and wife Kobe. So it was just a, it was an excellent Josh day. 
uh, that I oh, had yeah. today. So top notch. Uh, loving spring break uh, these days. So, <laughs> all right. What are you drinking over there tonight, Anthony? I've got the old the old standby, just a a premium friendly yeah. beer. You know, I saw on Grain Belt's uh, Twitter account this week that they referred to it as <laughs> you, you. They would say that you have a bucket of primos. Primos, there. yeah. Yeah, for premiums, primo. I have heard that before, but not as often as as friendlies. Yeah, yeah. It it seemed it, that was a new one for me. It makes sense, but it didn't uh, strike me the same way that friendlies do. I suppose it's it's probably because the the grain belt brand uh-huh. overarching is is the is friendly beer. the friendly beer. Yeah. That's that includes premium, the Southwest Cerveza, Northeast, uh, Elite, yeah. and grain belt premium light. So right. So got to be more specific. To specify, a, yeah, it's a is, it's a friendly primo or a primo yeah, friendly. Yeah. yeah, I've got Bacardi Limon and seven. No, Bacardi Limon and Sierra Mist because we got some Sierra Mist with our pizza tonight. And then I have I packed a cooler for the podcast, and in this cooler I have uh, Deschutes Fresh Haze. IPA and a Sierra Nevada wild little thing, slightly sour ale. So that's a new one for me. I'm excited about those. Got to get zipped back up here. (laughs) Keep the cold in. All right. That's what we're drinking. Uh, Let's get into the episode. All right. This is episode nine of season five. It originally aired January 12th of 2011. It was rated TV 14. Once again, coming clocking in at 43 minutes. What does Haven Iron Oak have to say about it? Yeah. Following a contentious loss, Coach Taylor decides to bench Vince for a game and start Luke at quarterback. Becky and Luke try to start their relationship over, but the seniors' recognition night scheduled for Friday's game makes that difficult. Julie continues her hiatus from school and visits Matt in Chicago. Epic crosses a line during a tutoring session with Mrs. Taylor. All right. Pretty straightforward there. Any notes on that? <laughs> uh, I mean, notes. I don't know if that's the right word, but I do have a movie dude two synopsis. Well, yeah, that sounds good. I just didn't have any, I didn't have any commentary for uh, no. Iron Oak there. Except for, I don't, Becky and Luke try to start their relationship over, but the seniors recognition night scheduled for Friday's game makes that difficult. A, was an awkward yes. sentence. B, I don't know that that's entirely true because uh, ultimately they, right? she goes along with the parents. So well. anyway, anyway, uh, movie dude too. I'm sure I'll have yeah. something to say about that. So yeah, well, uh, You'll have to forgive me for this week's and next next week's uh, movie do uh-huh. too. I did have to do both of these alone uh, oh. without the aid of my wife. So uh, we'll see if I we'll see if I really need her help in the first place. <laughs> I see you're perking up there behind you, <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> All right, Vince loses his job at starting quarterback because of his recent antics. Becky is interested in a new job after filling in for Mindy at the landing strip and coach Taylor plans a meeting about a potential new job. Meanwhile, 
Tammy gets hurt on the job and Matt tells Julie to get a job after she spends several days in Chicago with seemingly no plans to leave. It's all about jobs. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, especially sticking it to Julie at the end. Uh, just the I was like, how where can I, yeah, where can I work Julie into this? And then, and I was like writing it literally as I was logging in uh, to this <laughs> meeting. So I was like, oh. <laughs> no, that's good. I like it. It really was. Uh, I, I didn't feel like other than that one, you didn't have to work too hard for, for finding. Right. Well, Tammy getting uh, hurt on the job it's, or whatever you said, but r- really the, the hardest part straightforward. Yeah. The hardest part is just finding that connecting. Yeah piece and like i said i was under pressure so i just kind of just kind of threw it together but i did kind of um yeah once i found a job i was like yep that's it that's and i it, actually i wrote the movie do or i wrote next episode before this episode because i just got done watching it so <laughs> uh-huh. that one might be a little bit better but uh yeah would you would you say that um i maybe do it better without angie <laughs> uh better I I don't know. Angie's giving you the finger right now. Uh, <laughs> I'd I'd say you are perfectly capable on your own, but I do appreciate Angie's uh, extra touch to to the to the MD two synopsis. Uh, it was excellent. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like if that was a a strong seven, Angie probably could have got you up to a a light to medium eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> a seven is good, though, you know. Just FYI, two little thoughts. I uh, still don't hate Julie Taylor, and I think we need to have the wives back on just as, you know. Okay. Put my headphone jack back in. <laughs> well, you're wrong about Julie Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not opposed uh, to having having the wives back on uh, one more time at some point. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. a whole episode, but we'll we'll get right. their, their takes. We'll see. All right. Uh, thanks, Movie Dude 2. Nice work. This episode starts out with uh, apparently the Lions lost. We're- yeah. It was very confusing. Yeah. Uh, starting off. <laughs> I, I can't remember how this works. Did they go back and like flash back to the game? They did. Yep. So we the first thing we see is like Jess cleaning up the field after a loss. Like they're shutting the lights off on her and she's all yeah. upset. We kind of yeah uh, infer that, that that the Lions lost, and then in the locker room, uh, we've got Vince and Luke. They're arguing about the game, and as they're arguing, it kind of flashes. That's back right. Yeah. To what uh, to what had happened during the game? What went wrong? Yeah, there were some miscommunications. Apparently, at one point, like Luke misunderstood a play call, and they got called for too many men on the field because. Yep he thought that it was a play that he was in. And then he tells Vince like, sorry, I got confused because the defense has been carrying the, you know, the game, yep. the whole, whole game or whatever. So, yeah, uh, they both sucked, uh, but everybody's blaming everybody else. I think we hear like a slam and Sammy, mm-hmm. uh, commentary over top saying that all the hard work of this season has now gone to hell. Like, aren't they eight and one now? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, He's like the the uh, possibility of an undefeated season is out the window. Um, but this is actually before that we get coach catching the team arguing 
and just kind of stares them down until they finally realize that yeah. he's watching them and then just tells them, <laughs> everybody grab your stuff and get the hell out of here. <laughs> that is the classic Coach Taylor move. It's uh, it's like almost word for word what he said to Tim Riggins when he caught him <laughs> on top of Julie. Yeah. You get your stuff and you get out of here right now. <laughs> get your stuff and get out of here right now. He just does the, the, the teeth and the repeating and get your stuff and get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the lions are in complete disarray, uh, at this yeah. point, I'm not so sure that realistically your season would be in jeopardy if you were yeah. eight and one, yeah. but all right. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, we, we do hear slam and Sammy after that. Uh, we'd see near, there's a nearby like cordless radio <laughs> that apparently is playing <laughs> slam and Sammy's commentary and coach grabs it and throws it in the trash. Although he didn't throw it that hard. I think it would have kept playing. <laughs> I think so too. I thought that same thing. I also thought uh coach does know that you can turn radios off, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, come on, man. Someday that radio is going to say something nice about you again, and then you're going to want to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So people are not happy. <clears throat> Next, we see that Julie is staying with Matt. Uh, it, she's like, I think the impression is that she's getting ready to go, but then she tells Matt, uh, you know, I kind of want to stay longer uh, if that's okay. And Matt very goofus maloofusly agrees <laughs> uh, to that proposition. So Julie's yeah. going to stick around for a while. Mm-hmm. We had a coach's meeting. The assistant coach, whose name I can never remember. Crowley. Uh, Crowley, <laughs> yep. uh, he blames the loss on Vince. He says that Vince has kind of lost sight of the Lions. He's he's focusing too much on his college aspirations and trying to, you know, uh, get recruited. So it's it's hurting the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, that name there, as you know, there are other names, uh, in this series that will not lock into my brain, but for whatever reason, uh, it, I can remember it because of Alistair Crowley. Right. Uh, so that has locked in my brain. That's the only other Crowley that I've ever heard of. Yeah. So I, yeah. Which I like one day did like a day long deep dive into (laughs) Alistair Crowley. You know, when you get stuck on something, you're like, Uh oh yeah. That dude, that dude was weird, obviously. <laughs> he was into some weird stuff. Uh, yeah, the problem is Vince. Coach Crowley's kind of always the, like, old school, grumpy, uh, That's this isn't the way we do things kind of guy. And he's kind of doing that again. But he is uh, speaking some truth here, I feel like. Next epic stops in at Tammy's office. Um, she tells Tammy that she's like going to fail Texas history class unless she gets a B minus on the test. And Tammy's like, well, I guess you better cross your fingers for a B minus then. She's <laughs> <laughs> Tammy. Uh, but they do agree that Tammy's going to help her study for this test. Because if she fails that test, then she fails the class. And then if she fails the class, then somebody told her that she'll get held back. Her, yeah. She'll yeah. have to repeat the 10th grade. Yeah. Uh, next is Becky and Luke. Luke is complaining like about his mom and dad wanting to take him out 
after the game. Yeah, Becky like tries to plan a date after the game, but Luke declines. He's like, I already have like plans with my parents. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know how they feel about you, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yes. All right, over at uh, practice, we see Coach um, like giving the 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 Lions a little talking to, saying, you know, the only thing between uh, you guys and the playoffs is yourselves. You're, yeah, that they they can do it, but they got to get their crap together. Uh, he gives Luke Vince's red jersey, uh, signifying that uh, he's going with Luke at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Next week, um, obviously Vince doesn't like that idea. Yeah. Um, so they have a little aside conversation. Coach basically tells him like, "You need to get your act together. Respect me on the field. Don't challenge me in front of the team. Stuff like that." Meanwhile, over at the landing strip, uh, Becky has taken to apparently just hanging out backstage of the landing strip on the regular. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I which, mean, she kind of is buddies with Mindy's friends right. now after the beauty pageant thing, I guess. But I guess, but like, maybe hang out <laughs> outside of work. Also, I'm not sure that's legal. Uh, right. You know, for a 16-year-old yeah. to be in a strip club. Uh, pretty sure Landry uh, had to go to jail because of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did they? Did, did, did Mindy or did, did Becky say she's older than 16, isn't she? Or is she just 16? Oh. We didn't. I think she we nailed said, it down sometime. Yeah. I, no. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Hard to say. Anyway, not not important. Oh, but yeah, if she's 17, then she could be in there maybe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Still weird. Regardless. Yeah. Uh, they're all hanging out. Mindy shows up, but she's not feeling well. Becky is like, oh, I'll take your place. I've served before. Yes. Uh, Mindy is not into it. But no. the other strippers are very encouraging. Yep. Uh, yeah, because it's it's Mindy's turn to wait tables, uh, not to dance. So yes, Becky does. Uh, or Mindy does ultimately give in. Uh, Vincent and Pa Howard arguing over the coach situation. Uh, Orville's trying to tear down coach and tell Vince that he's just got to hang in there. Um, tells Vince he doesn't need to worry because ultimately coach wants to win and he's going to play him because they've been doing a lot of winning with Vince at the helm. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Basically tells Vince that coach is bluffing. Yep. Yep. Uh, Becky's waiting tables and making a lot of money, um, which makes sense because she is underage and men are awful for the most part. And so she's doing very well. Josh gets political. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. Uh, <laughs> men can be sleazy in either parties. So we get a scene of Coach and Tammy. They're discussing school budget cuts. Um, and Coach mentions that he's got a meeting with Shane State <laughs> down in Florida. Shane State. Uh, yep. Um, so he's not going to be home for dinner. Tammy tells coach that Epic is coming over for, oh, yes. for dinner to, to eat and study. All right. Next we see coach telling Vince that he and Luke need to get together. 
later that night, work on wildcat stuff for the game, go through plays basically. Um, you know, Vince has a lot of questions about that. Why now kind of feels like I'm being punished. Am I being punished? And coaches tells him, I'm just asking you to help out a teammate over, uh, by the practice field. Becky gifts Luke a brand new satin tie so he can uh, look fancy at senior night. Luke kind of apologizes to Becky about being intimidated by his mom, but he also is like, you know how she is. Uh, She can be pretty controlling. So, Yes, she does admit that's true. Uh, Expensive satin tie? Good gift or nah? Uh, um, for a, uh, I was gonna say for a high school boy, probably not. But uh, I was gonna say maybe it is a good gift because the team is required to wear suits on That's game true. day. He However, once a week, Luke is a senior, and there's like three games left. <laughs> so <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, maybe not that great of a gift. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Uh, I, now that I say that though, I remember some really awful gifts that I gave my high school girlfriend, (laughs) uh, that middle school and high school, uh, that I still like cringe about when I think about it. Um, was not good at giving gifts as a (laughs) middle schooler or high schooler. So maybe I'll cut Becky some slack here. Sure. Yeah. I think it definitely comes off as a, like, I just made a bunch of money. What can I get my boyfriend? Here's something expensive. Yes. uh, Type of gift. Yep. Uh, Next, Vince is griping to Jess about Luke and that whole situation. Jess basically just gets fed up with it. And like, all you ever do is complain. Uh, I'm tired of it. Vince, uh, Vince comes back at her. He's like, listen, I told you not to take this job anyway. If you don't want to hear me complaining, uh, you shouldn't have taken the job. Uh, says like, I can't trust anybody around here anymore. Like, I guess saying that he can't even trust right. Jess anymore. Um, Jess does not receive this well. Understandably tells Vince, she can't stand being around him anymore and breaks it, breaks up with him right there oh. in the moment on the spot. This scene had me wondering, I entered in my notes here. <clears throat> did we we didn't get like a proper send-off for Landry, did we? What's Landry I, doing right now? I was just thinking that uh <laughs> when we mentioned him earlier. No, I have no idea. Did he just right. not show has he not been in season five? He has been. I'm pretty sure he's been in season five. Was he he was in college or let's see here. Go back into my archives. Yeah. He was in episode one of this season oh, in episode, clicking on episode and he shows up again on episode 13. I'm going to go back to my season five, episode one notes. I do not have was, him. On, well, I guess I better search for Lance as well as Landry. <laughs> Landry hanging out with grandma Saracen is apparently on a goodbye tour before leaving for college. Grandma encourages him to keep playing music because yeah. that's, he gives her the. What the heck? Yep. The, the MP3 player. So that must, I guess that was it. That he was just, he was on a, yep, he was saying goodbye. Oh, yeah. So that was, that was all he's doing. All right. Now we know. Yeah. He references <laughs> the last waltz. 
Oh yeah, he puts on the yeah the, yeah, the, the, the concert concert. Yep. That's it. It doesn't say that he's back in any of the other ones. He's in the finale. Oh yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, Jess and Vince have broken up. So you're saying your your reference then to Landry is that uh, Landry's got a shot again, potentially. Yeah. Somebody needs to let Landry know, and I'm sure he will hightail it back to Dylan from wherever he's at at this point. <laughs> Try and make his move. Next epic is over at the Taylor household having dinner with Tammy and Gracie Bell. Uh, Gracie. Well, they're, they're studying they're and they studying, get interrupted yes. by Gracie, yeah. who is just apparently in the other room by herself unattended. This <laughs> is holding a pen. She just like kind of wanders out, like holding a pen. I don't know. Uh, Epic. Like so many people do. Epic just lies straight to their face. Um, We know she, that she has kind of a delinquent, but she says something about Gracie being cute, which is uh, bullshit. Uh, But, uh, you know, Epic seems to have problems connecting with people, um, with humans. But uh, whatever Gracie Bell is, she's got a gift with that yeah. species or organism or whatever, whatever that is. Uh, so she, she makes a good connection uh, with Gracie and they, they kind of hit it off. Uh, Julian Matt out on the town next. Yeah, they're uh, kind of walking and talking about Matt's life in Chicago. Julie admits to Matt that she kind of feels like he has his own life here and she kind of feels left behind um, mm-hmm. and almost feels like she isn't part of it and he stops her and kisses her and kind of says like you know how you know I've been wanting to do that since you first showed up at my door or whatever yeah which I was surprised <clears throat> at that point because I just assumed that if she had you know been staying for the week yeah, that's something had happened. That something had happened, but apparently they hadn't even kissed yet. So, uh, Luke is waiting for Vince, uh, to come study plays at the field house. Jess shows up instead. Luke kind of says, no, you can't bail him out like this. Um, Jess says, this isn't about Vince. It's, uh, because I want to win. So they sit down and Jess helps Luke, uh, study plays and get ready for the game. We get back to Chicago. Matt and Julie are in bed, presumably the next morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie tells Matt the situation, what happened, kind of confesses to him about the TA. Yeah. Uh, Matt's pretty unfazed. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty much just like, yeah, all right. Like, you, <laughs> yeah, we, it's not like we were together or anything. Like, mm-hmm. no big deal. Um, and then they make a great decision to go get some bagels. Were they getting bagels? I missed that. (laughs) Anthony, big bagel guy over here. Love the bagels. Uh, Yep. How's that slicer working? Just chops right Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I use it almost every day. For sure, almost every work day. Fantastic. Do you do do the the cream cheese or what do you put on your bagels? Uh, Oh, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) The Bagel Boy Jalapeno Cream Cheese. Oh, right from Bagel Boy itself. Yep absolutely my jam good call yeah if you're gonna do it do it right if you're gonna be a bagel guy do yeah go all out and get the real bagel boy stuff 
Yeah. That's the jam. What's the authentic New York way to pronounce it? Is it bagel or bagel? I think it's bagel. Bagel. Okay. There's that whole like bit on community, right? About that somebody says it wrong. I think bagel, like you got to pronounce the A because yeah. Bagel, bagel. I don't know if we have any listeners from New York. Let us know uh, how to, how to. You still think that the best bagels come from New York? <laughs> what, where'd you get that opinion? 2002? <laughs> where do they come from? The res? <laughs> the reservation. You've never had an Indian reservation bagel. That's you right. don't know what you're talking about. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not a bagel guy, okay? <laughs> Rookie mistake with the bagels. All right. Well, if we have any listeners on the reservation in South Dakota, uh, let us know how to pronounce bagel or bagel. Next coach uh, comes into the school cafeteria, finds Vince. Uh, It's apparent that Vince is in trouble. Uh, He pulls him aside, tells Vince that he is going to be benched for the game on Friday. He's not going to play. Not like just going to start because I remember... When I was uh, in high school football and I missed uh, practice for like freaking all state choir or something, uh, Mr. Hurt, Coach Hurt in this case, I guess, uh, he said, Well, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta punish you for this, but I know that uh, football isn't your only thing and that, you know, you're kind of a music guy uh, first and foremost. So I'm not gonna start you, but you can go in and the next play. <laughs> <laughs> So I sat out one play. I didn't start. <laughs> uh, but no, Vince has benched the whole game. Uh, it was not an approved absence from yes. uh, from practice. So he's out. Uh, pretty bold move from Coach Taylor here. Yeah. Uh, really sticking to his move. guns. Very principled, I would say. Yes, absolutely. Yep. <clears throat> Always doing the right thing, even if it's, doesn't benefit him. Yeah, you gotta you gotta respect that. Mm-hmm. One of the faculty members tells Tammy that she believes that Epic stole twenty dollars from her. Yes, it's the doe-eyed teacher, the one that yeah. you know Tammy's close with, yeah, or has gotten close with. Um, yeah, so that's going on. I also we didn't mention this before, and I'm assuming that this is going to come into play later because we've heard multiple times in this episode that East Dillon is making budget cuts. So yes. we heard it like earlier. I don't think we mentioned it earlier, but we heard it earlier in the halls. Uh, yep. And then now, Tammy, there's no paper towels in the in the paper nice. towel dispenser. Tammy's like, budget cuts, that. So I'm guessing it's going to come into play. Right. Maybe yeah, earlier, spoiler, earlier episode, but I'm guessing it's probably going to have to do with Tammy's job I'm guessing yeah. maybe getting cut. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? But yeah. earlier in the episode, when Tammy and Coach are talking about it, one of them says, "Like, yeah, Principal Levi is like the angel of death." <laughs> <laughs> A couple of real Levi-heavy episodes uh, mm-hmm. we got going on here. Not always the case. No. <laughs> mm. We got uh, Mindy and Becky are talking about Becky working at the landing strip. 
Mindy reveals to Becky that she is pregnant again and she is not excited about it. No, not in the slightest. Uh, Becky tries to get her excited about a little bit, but yeah, no, uh, Mindy is not happy. Next, we see Tammy and Doe Eyes uh, confronting Epic about the money. Doe Eyes is being very accusatory, and I feel somewhat unprofessional, in my opinion. Uh, And Epic is vehemently uh, denying the accusations of her stealing money. Turns a little rough. I can't remember why it turns rough. Oh, because... uh, Doe Eyes says, well, you don't mind if I take a look through your bag or Mm -hmm. something like that. And then, so she tries to take the bag from Epic and then they get in a little tussle and Tammy ends up getting caught in the crossfire and knocked up against the glass and hits her head. Uh, Next, Vince is talking to his mom at the uh, garden store about getting benched. Yeah, uh, Ma Howard tells Vince that uh, maybe he doesn't need to listen to uh, Ornette's advice all the time. Yeah. Do you remember remember my lesson of the episode a few episodes ago? Don't forgive your fathers. Coming into <laughs> real play. <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. <clears throat> uh, yes. She says that Vince has a good head on his shoulders, so use it. Next, do we see the school nurse checking on Tammy? Uh, Tammy's really trying to downplay the whole thing. No big deal. Coach comes in. Then security comes in. And Doe Eyes is still just being a real jerk about it. I'd started to trust her, trust Doe Eyes a little bit. And then she uh, goes and pulls a stunt like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, security ends up taking Epic away in handcuffs. Again, a little excessive. Okay, next, uh, Jess is working in the locker room. Coach walks by, hears her crying, sobbing. Um, He reluctantly kind of goes back to check on her, but, um, you know, she apologized for crying. Coach says, you don't need to apologize. She does tell him that she and Vince broke up, and Coach likes, like, you know I have two daughters, right? she says, yeah, I know that. All right, take all the time you need. So, I don't know. In my mind, kind of a little throwaway scene there. I don't know. Yeah, not much to it, I no. guess. Yeah, just to show that uh, Becky is bummed about the breakup. Jess, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jess. Uh, next is practice. We see Coach telling the team that he is benching Vince. Yep. Doesn't that we get some kind of just a few scenes of uh, Luke struggling to handle the QB position? Yeah, not going well for him. Uh, Matt gets back from, you know, whatever, or maybe Julie gets back. Anyway, uh, at the end of the day over in Chicago, Julie, we find out Julie spent the day just like going to museums and stuff. And yep. Matt expresses a, a little frustration. Have you ever seen the bean in person? <laughs> it's so crazy in person. <laughs> she, she's really hyped about the bean. Yeah. Uh, we have seen the bean in person. That's true. Together. Together. Yep. yep. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Matt expresses a little it's frustration. Right. It's, a bean. It, it's it's All fine. Right. You know, yeah. you you go there, you see it, you take your picture. That's, yeah. It's That's good. It. Yeah. 
it was all right. Yeah, if I, I went there again sh- this the second time I went and saw it again, but there was way more people because it wasn't six in the morning, <laughs> and uh, like negative twenty degrees or whatever yes. the hell it was. Also that, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if I go back to Chicago, I will you know probably go check it out again. Yeah. I've I've been there since, and Lindsay and I went and checked it out. And but yeah, it's a bean. Yeah. Um, but Matt is, this is where he expresses that maybe Julie needs to get a freaking job or something. <laughs> uh, he's just expresses a little frustration with the fact that she's just kind of there and doesn't really seem to have a plan. He says he doesn't want to be her safety net. Yeah. Um, it seems like she is just using him to avoid problems in her life back home. Um, says, you know, I love that you're here. I wish you could live here, but you don't live here. And Julie storms out and goes for a walk. Yeah. You need to, you need to live your own life and that's at Burleson. And she, yeah, she decides she needs to go for a walk. Yes. Over at the Riggins household back in Texas, Billy is psyched. Pumped. uh, About the new baby on the way. He exclaims, my boys can swim. (laughs) Yes, he does. Mandy is not so happy. And I put her, I started putting in her in my notes as Mandy because I feel like uh, we got too, a little too pro Mindy lately. And again, I feel like she's uh, feeling positive feeling towards Mindy Riggins uh, lately. So just got to knock her down a peg. So I'll be referring to her as Mandy from here on out. I support it. Um, She's not happy that she has to quit her job again because she got pregnant. She also mentions that kids are very expensive, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But Billy cannot be deterred in his enthusiasm for this child. He says, Riglet number two coming soon to a theater near you. Hate that. I'm also, uh, when I typed Riglet into my Google Doc, it did not come up as um, a misspelled word. So... I I'm going to quick throw it into Google and just see yeah. define riglet and see if anything comes up here. Nope. Doesn't come up. So Google just dropped the ball on that one, I guess. Or at the Taylor household, uh, Tammy gets a call. Turns out they're sending Epic to another school and putting her in a different foster home. Coach assures her that, you know, she did all that she could um, for Epic. Uh, she did the best she could. They talk about how exhausting it is working with teenagers. Coach tells her that uh, when he was meeting about the that college coaching job, he was thinking about how nice it would be to work with adults for once. Uh, I don't know if Coach realizes that uh, you still work with teenagers uh, <laughs> in college quite a bit. And there, yes, there is a big difference between 16 year olds and 18 year olds, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if coach is really going to get the escape that he's looking for yeah, with I working remember, in college, speaking as someone who has worked both in middle school high, and high school youth ministry and college. Uh, it's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. I was just thinking earlier today and I don't remember exactly what I was thinking about, but it was something to do with my like late teens and early twenties. And I was like, man, I was still a dumbass. <laughs> like, Big time. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, it's crazy what you can do just by being 18. <laughs> uh, what society allows you to do, especially and what society like you can't even buy tobacco now at 18. Like it was oh, even yeah. crazier when we were 18. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's wild stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah, like I said, don't think it's gonna be quite the escape that coach is thinking. But uh the doorbell rings interrupting them. It's Luke. Coach, uh, you know, it's kind of like Luke, it's after 10. What the hell are you doing here? Luke tells coach that he needs to start Vince tomorrow. He doesn't think he can do it. And coach tells him to get on in here. Uh, but we don't hear what they talk about, but presumably coach gives him a little pep talk or something. We now are at senior night the next night. 20 hours later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We see Luke kind of get introduced uh, at senior night. He gives a little nod to coach. Uh, Not much of that scene. Just kind of he's there. I think he's wearing the satin tie. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Looking very nervous. Yes. Yeah. That I. Yep. Hanging with his. Hanging with his parents. Yes. Uh, but now it's game time. Yes. Luke is not playing well, and somehow the Panthers are still winning. The Lions, yes. I'm sorry. Geez. We got to do it at least once. Yeah. Out of curiosity, on my drive home from Sioux Falls today, I pulled up uh, Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, Plus Booze, just to see uh-huh. uh, what they talked about, and they did the exact same thing. I, I listened to like 506, I think. And they did the same thing. Uh, they called the Lions the Panthers. So, uh, yeah, Luke is getting his. Are we kicks. still the better podcast? I mean, presumably, yeah. Oh, I I could I mean, based on to what it. you listen to. Yeah. yeah, no, I I turned it off after like yeah. seven minutes. Sure, because I was bored. But uh, sure. <laughs> you know, not for me. I'm sure. sure. I'm sure there are clear eyes, hey. full hearts, plus booze fans out there uh, that sure. are probably listening to this right now. You know. Yeah. They probably listened to it because that came out in 2018. So, right. Um, they need, the, they need, they're watching through again and they need their, their new fix. Yes. Uh, exactly. And they found us. Yep. Yep. Uh, Luke gets hit and fumbles and Tinker Stinker falls on it. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out. Um, I have in my notes this whole Luke at quarterback thing seems like a very dumb move from yeah. coach. Um, it's a half baked deal, but once again, they're still like yeah, they're, they're still winning. They're up thirteen to ten uh, in the fourth quarter. Yes, until uh, that. Yeah, the uh, something. I think he throws a pick six. Right, yes, he does. Throws a pick six. Lions are down uh, sixteen to thirteen with two minutes left. The crowd is cheering for Vince. We yeah, want man. Vince. Mm-hmm. We want Vince. Um, Luke. Tells coach, he's like, you got to put Vince in or like the only way I can do it is if I'm doing like, I don't remember what he's yeah running this space. Yeah, whatever. So he starts doing some keeper plays. He drives the ball downfield and he throws a touchdown pass to Hastings Ruckle. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the last second of to course. win the game. I had to go back. I was like, did that just really happen as time expired? Yes, it did. It happened as time expired. Uh, But him like running up the middle play after play, I've been playing a lot of Madden lately. Ever since I had COVID, I got really into Madden. Uh And uh, 
basically when I am in a situation like the pain, oh, frick, like the lions <laughs> are in right now, uh, I basically do the same thing. I play with the Vikings and it's just Dalvin cook, uh, Oh, one trap up the middle, just like 10 times in a row. <laughs> We're just going to march this thing down the field. And that is exactly, uh, what Luke does. And then, yeah, hits that little pass to Mike Huckabee. Well, um, I, I have been playing NFL Blitz 2000 for the Nintendo yeah. 64. Uh, this <laughs> You're not last running week. the ball on NFL Blitz. I play. Oh yeah, yeah. You do. Uh, I played. I might. Well, we'll get into it in a second. So I I played basically an entire season in a day to the point where like my thumb hurt <laughs> from you know the joystick. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they took away De Bomb. Which is the best no, play in the first game? Yeah, yeah it's not send, in. It, you take the bomb and then you th- send the guy in motion. Yep, uh, to the other side and then yep. So it's not in the yeah, it's not in NFL Blitz 2000. But I found a couple other plays, all of which involve sending a guy in motion. Uh, but actually, almost all of my games were like zero <laughs> passing yards and like 400 rush yards. Yeah. yeah. Almost all the plays I run end up being rush plays, technically. Yeah. And, you know, I had like a 16 or uh, like a 10 and 6 uh, season, made oh, the playoffs, yeah. uh, did end up winning the Super Bowl, but it was, uh, yeah. They, they I'm, I'm, I, so I just got the first NFL Blitz in the mail yesterday. So uh-huh. I'm excited to play that to see because in NFL Blitz 2000, they literally do not, no matter what team you're playing against, they do not let you get two scores ahead at any time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the, like the rubber band mechanics or whatever yeah. they call that, where it's, yeah, the same with NBA like, Jam, where they just start if, screwing you over. Yeah. yeah. If you <clears throat> score, if you're up by seven and you stop the defense on a, on a series and you get the ball again, that defense will be play like they've never played before <laughs> and just completely <laughs> <fuck you. laughs> It's crazy. That's frustrating. I don't like that crap. Yeah. Okay. So the Lions win, but Orville Redenbacher is pissed. Yes. Uh, he's furious. Up in the stands. He tries to like storm the field to come down and get to coach. Vince stops him. It's like, dad, for me, like chill out. Yeah. Um, so he prevents him from going, getting onto the field and going after coach, but he is very mad. Luke is the hero of the game, um, which is kind of weird because everyone was hating the fact that he was in up until right. the last three minutes, but um, he's the hero. We see Luke's parents waiting outside the field house <clears throat> for Luke to you know take him out for supper or whatever they're going to do. Uh, once again, a 10 p.m. supper. And uh, <laughs> he finally comes out. He's got Becky with him and, you know, basically invites Becky along or tells his parents that Becky's yeah. coming along. Why don't we make a reservation for four? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, her parents don't, re- or his parents don't really know w- how to react or what to do with that, but right. they go along. But her, her, uh, Luke's dad is kind of like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Mom, not so much. Yeah, but we know. Yeah, we know how Luke's mom is. We know how Luke's mom is. Uh, we see Matt packing Julie up into her car. Yep. Uh, she kind of says her goodbyes. She 
starts to drive off. And as she's leaving, Matt runs after her, stops her. She gets out of the car. They hug and they kiss. Uh, they uh, Chicago Tribune truck pulls up behind them, <laughs> trying to get them to leave. Or trying to, you know, honking at him and stuff. So she ends up leaving again. And then the freaking truck ends up turning like right where it is. <laughs> I noticed that too. <laughs> I was like, so what? what? <laughs> Chill out. Because yeah, they, I feel like they like wanted you to see that it was the Chicago, tr- Chicago Tribune yeah. truck. Like, oh, check it out. We got, and, and then, yeah, but then it didn't make sense anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, we do have a music cue here. The only reason yes. I know that is because it came up. This never happens, but it came up on my subtitles as oh. Runaway by the National uh, plays. That is not what we got on our Shazam. On oh, for real? Yeah. I had the volume very low at this point because uh, where was it? Oh, I was watching it while the kids were watching something on the big TV. So I couldn't hear what was playing. Well, now I'm going to quick look at what IMDb says for music cues yeah. on this episode, because I wonder if it's one of those situations yep. where that was the original. Yep. Uh, George Rain. And no, no, uh, the national listed at all on the IMDb page. So, huh? Uh, did you watch it off DVD or Netflix or what? DVD. Yep. Uh, Angie actually shazammed it for me because I was like trying to take notes and yeah, she, she, <laughs> she got that. Otherwise I probably would not have nice way to go team. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, it was probably originally the national, but that's the end of the episode. Roll credits. We'll be right back. We'll give out some awards for the week. Okay, we're back. We're going to give out our awards for the week. We're going to start, as we always do, with the Coach Taylor Inspo rating. Anthony, how inspiring was Coach this week? I got to say, I think it was a strong week. Mm -hmm. We kind of spoke earlier about how Coach does the right thing, even if it doesn't benefit him, which I think is very inspiring. Yes. You know, him starting Luke in the QB position, which uh, he clearly has no experience for at all. Very, very bold move. Uh, Him trying to relate to Jess is, you know, trying to be kind of a father, you know, not a father figure, but yeah. Understanding older. Yeah male figure yes i think this is a strong coach episode uh from front to back i gotta say a strong eight that's exactly what i was thinking uh you know i don't think we see in our world too often where a person of power uh does things for someone else's good that are that does not interest have some sort of self-serving interest in it uh, for them, so I find that very admirable. Yeah, I also thought strong eight. So let's go with that. <clears throat> Julie Taylor Hanometer, how much do we hate Julie this episode? <sighs> it's it's not like a it's not like a uh, like visceral hate like we have had 
you know, right. It's in it's past not weeks. It's not an intense hate, but definitely like, I mean, if you're making Matt Saracen upset, <laughs> yeah, you're doing something. That guy lived with Grandma Saracen. <laughs> For a That's number a of years. <laughs> That's a good point. Like if you can annoy Gra- if you can annoy Matt Saracen. If Matt Saracen lived with Grandma Saracen and is gonna tell you to get out there and get a freaking job, like <laughs> things are not going well. Yeah. So this has gotta be, I think just a five is where I'm gonna go. Not intense, but definitely uh, we definitely don't like her. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair rating. I didn't have anything in mind, but uh, definitely not a positive Julia or however you want to put that not negative yeah. on the Julie scale for sure. We definitely don't like her, but uh, not like seething angry at her uh, big rig beer tally. Any underage drinking in this episode that you can think of? I did not uh, I think so. Mark any, I Billy had to have had a beer or something, but Billy, yeah, that's a good point. Billy's always got a beer. Probably celebrating uh, the bur- or a, a <laughs> child. Yeah. All right. Nothing official. Uh, the Alamo Freeze presents the Matt Saracen Oshucks Goofus Malufus moment of the week. We do have Matt Saracen, so I feel like we do need to give it to him. Uh, I think I put in my notes that when Julie asked Matt if she could stay longer, I put that he Goofus Malufusly agrees. To that I'm like, oh shuck, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but I don't know if there's anything other than that. All right, the Donnie Buddy Garrity sleaze ball move of the week. Anybody sleezing it up? Did we have Buddy himself? I can't think of anybody. If we did, it wasn't a lot of Buddy. Um, nope, I don't have anybody in my notes. <sighs> Not a lot of sleaziness. No, uh, sleaze at all. Maybe like Vince's dad. Just that's what being I was Vince's dad. Yeah. It's after the game. Not really sleazy, just kind of sucking in general. But yeah. yeah. All right. I think that probably means we don't have much for the Joe McCoy stud of suds smug scumbag move of the week either. Nothing yeah. super scummy. Maybe Vince uh, ditching on yeah. Luke is kind of scummy. Uh, I don't know. Notable music cues, not the national. Uh, <laughs> that was not in this episode. Uh, so I guess whatever we said, that guy's name was yeah. Axel something or another. Christopher Axel. Yeah, Christer there was. Axel. There was one earlier in the uh, show, which I'm guessing is that Ted Leo and the pharmacist one that <laughs> Angie tried to Shazam and like it just would not come up. Uh, there was a lot of dialogue going yeah. along with it. All right. Outdated pop culture reference of the week. Anything we need to cancel in this episode? I think giving bizarre gifts to significant others as a high schooler is <laughs> uh, that's timeless. So, <laughs> So the opposite. Of yeah. pop culture reference. Sure. I can't think of anything else that was really time specific. Uh, any quotes that stuck out? I did not note anything specifically. 
the only quote that I've written down is Billy Riggins saying, my boys can swim. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Also, uh, Riglet number two coming to a theater near you. <laughs> so maybe we just give the quote uh, yeah. award to that scene of yeah, Billy Riggins. Yeah, I agree. All right, I like that. Okay, who is our MVP of this episode then? Uh, Luke is the hero of the game. Yeah. And he uh, sticks up for Becky at the very end. Yeah, it might be Luke. Uh, It's definitely not. It might be Coach too, though. Oh, yeah. Coach did have a good, Um, good week. Tammy's always in the mix, but this wasn't a super strong Tammy episode. Yeah, she gets her kicked. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's definitely not Vince. No. Like there's no Tinker, no Hastings. Tinker Stinker did fall on a on a fumble. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Luke yes, is my nomination. You. I was hoping you were gonna say that. Because Coach does have a have an argument, but I, I ultimately would go with Luke as well. Even though he didn't uh, really believe in himself and he was trying to He's trying to convince Coach to put in Vince. Uh, ultimately, he right. he makes it happen, pulls out the victory. A lot of lot of humility, which we love to see. Yes. Uh, okay. Episode rating. Um, I got to tell you, just based off of the conversation that we had on this, and even difficulty in giving out awards, I'm not feeling terribly hot about this episode. Yeah, it's. Definitely not a standout. This one almost feels like we're to the point of just running out the clock on the series. Yeah. Man, all of these season five episodes are rated highly on IMDb. I feel like it's getting the final season bump a little bit or something. Uh, Because I'll just tell you, this gets an 8.4 on IMDb, and I'm not going in the eights for this one. No, that's too high. Like, I'm thinking like a strong six. That's good. Yeah. Because if seven is good, I felt I feel like this is just a little bit below like your yeah. average good episode. So let's go with a strong six for this one. Okay. Uh, before we get to our lesson of the episode, I believe we do have a few social media shout outs. Uh, start out by saying Grain Belt Beer uh, responded to one of our tweets, which is the closest we've ever gotten to a sponsorship from Grain Belt. Uh, <laughs> We had a little back and forth with our buddy uh, Chris at Martin Blank talking about drinking Grain Belt, and Grain Belt did was tagged and did chime in on that conversation. So, shout out to Grain Belt! Yeah, thank you, Grain Belt. Still time to sponsor us. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Eric Punt, was. Uh, oh, he yes. wanted to give his his take on the Tyra versus Lila poll. Um, that he started. That, that he started poll, that we so. spoke about yep. on episode 505. Says, uh, so I feel like I'm entitled to give my opinion on the poll when I was but a young B-team baller. Uh, first watching, my thoughts were, holy cow, Tyra is the hottest girl in the world. As I got older, I learned what a beauty it what beauty is and it's hard not to be amazed by Lys- Lila's ability to be the most beautiful girl on the planet despite being buddy's <laughs> daughter uh 
Eric, I don't know if you know how acting works, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, as I've gotten even older, I've realized that Tyra is a salt of the earth person. I'm giving off real Big Ten vibes. Uh, so at this point, hashtag Team Tyra. Also, she played volleyball, so automatic win. Also, as I'm typing this up, uh, realize how similar their names are. Couldn't have made that a little different. It is bizarre that they yes. uh, went so similar on the names. I think it's interesting that Eric and I had, like, we reached the same conclusions, but had very different journeys. Uh, because I remember <laughs> yeah. watching the show for the first time as a 18-year-old and being like, holy cow, Lila's the hottest girl in the world. Yeah, right. Um, and I still... Mika Kelly come on the show. Still think <laughs> Lila is very, very attractive. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I think, like I said, I think we we came to the same conclusion that Tyra um, is a better person, less annoying. Uh, if we're going pure, just looks, real hard competition for me. Uh both beautiful, but I like. I think we mentioned this on episode five hundred five. Uh, Tyra being tall and blonde, I think would just just yeah. edge out Lila for me. Yeah, that that definitely is a deciding factor for you for sure. Okay, we got to talk about this, uh, Matthew Taylor. I don't know if oh. you saw this because I responded to it, so you might not have seen this. Matthew Taylor tweeted at us and said, "Found out some inside information." Baby Gracie was actually played by two twins, one of which did not like Coach Taylor. Obviously, she can't be trusted. And I said, I responded, I said, that's incredible. You got a source or a link. And Matt says, uh, you're going to hate this answer, Mandy. Due to my loyalty <laughs> to RTL, I will make up for it by donating to the Buddy Fund. <laughs> so thank you. So uh, Matthew Taylor has been uh, cheating on us and listening to Billy and Mandy. But uh, that is a pretty juicy little tidbit there. That so, is, yeah. Uh, thank you for, thank you for listening to that podcast so that we don't have to. Yes, I can't yeah. Because boy, yeah, I gave up after three episodes. I might try to jump back in just to see if we can get some interesting tidbits. But boof. I can't remember why I, did, I was giving it another shot this week, but I was texting you, and just the editing yeah. alone is it's just terrible. I, uh, yeah, I'm assuming they have people that are paid to do it. I am spending money to make this podcast and I do a better <laughs> job of editing than, uh, the people that get paid to make Billy. We are beefing so hard. Yeah. Uh, with we them, them. But come on the show. Uh, uh, speaking, speaking of Matthew Taylor, I have to give him another shout out. He responded to one of my, my tweets, my personal account tweets oh, yeah. last night. Um, I tweeted, I finally watched the Kanye documentary. I waited until all three parts were released on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, and I was doing my laundry last night and I've, I've had a, actually it's kind of tis the season because as we record this, we are one week out from St. Patrick's day uh, <laughs> in, in just over one week in, in like one week and 12 hours, uh, the St. Patrick's day parade will occur in Sioux Falls. Um, and then I will begin drinking all day. Um, mm-hmm. this will be my first pub crawl in two, years. three years. Mm. Uh, first since 2019. 
Um, very excited. Love pub crawl. It used to be my favorite day of the year. Brookings always had a really good one. And I know I've been to the one in Sioux Falls before, and it's also very solid. Um, and they have the parade, but one of my traditions on pub crawl day for years, yeah. uh, was I would get up as early, as soon as I woke, like as soon as my body would wake up, which <laughs> usually would be around, you know, uh, before 9am, uh-huh crack a beer and I would put on a mix CD that I had. That was Heck the yeah. best of the best of West, the best of Kanye West that I made. <laughs> um, I now have two of these. I have the best of West and best of West second attempt because now his discography has yeah. grown enough where I had to make it into a, well, not only that, I also don't have a functioning CD player anywhere outside <laughs> of my car anymore yeah. uh, or a computer to burn a CD on anymore, mm. which bums me out. Yeah, sure. um, but, uh, I I put on that playlist last night and I it kind of like first of all I was like oh man like <laughs> it's it's pub crawl season first of uh-huh. all but second of all uh man what a what a catalog what a deep catalog I I had to tweet about it I said I finally watched the Kanye documentary and I gre- regret to inform all of you that I am back on my bullshit yep. uh posted a uh, a photo of my uh just me listening to my playlist on uh, Twitter and Matthew Taylor roundabout way of saying the story is uh, same. He said same. So <laughs> fellow Kanye fan out there, Matthew Taylor, yep. shout yep. out. We appreciate the love. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, he also uh, gave me a shout out for sipping on that classic Natty light uh, the other, oh, the yeah. other week uh, for the people. He said, um, we truly are the people's Friday night lights podcast it's true uh, billy and mandy would never drink natty light on their podcast but i'm not afraid to razzle dazzle uh no capel <laughs> <laughs> uh i think that's about it yeah good deal okay uh that's it for our social media shout outs uh please feel free to reach out to us at reliving lights uh we would love to hear from you that leaves us with our lesson of the episode. So Anthony, what's our uh, lesson? What's our takeaway? What's the moral that we can take and apply to our everyday lives? So I got to think about it a little bit. Do you have a lesson that you've cooked up? You're usually so much better about this than I am. I don't, I don't pre-plan it, but it does usually come to me pretty quick. Let me take a quick perusal of my notes. I don't want to like... I've already gone anti-dad too much. So I don't want to, even though Vince's dad is a complete asshole in this episode, I don't want to overdo it. I mean, if you want to, if you want to double down, uh, (laughs) don't forgive your dad thing. (laughs) You can just keep applying it until it's no longer applicable. But if you are having a romantic moment in an alley in Chicago, and a Chicago Tribune truck pulls up behind you and starts aggressively honking. Don't worry about it. They're probably just going to turn anyway. So just <laughs> yeah, right have your there. moment, take your time, and uh, they'll go around. It's fine. It's a good one. It's a good lesson. I have one more. Uh, sure. Don't handcuff teenagers at school. Just in general, you know. Yeah. Unless, I, unless they like have a weapon or something. Just like that one. Don't put handcuffs on kids. If you were in high school and in a relationship and for some reason just came into a uh, larger than usual sum of money, 
Uh, <laughs> maybe try not to spend so much of it on some dumb gift for your high school significant other uh, because you'll probably end up regretting at some point later in life. That I, yep, I can personally attest to that. I can think of two specific gifts that I gave that just still to this day, probably I think about once every two weeks in <laughs> so, good advice. Uh, that'll about wrap it up for yeah. this week's episode. Um, you know, I'd like to take this opportunity right now, Anthony, to get something off my chest, actually. Yeah. I really want to shout out our listeners in the West Indies. You know, it's interesting that you would say that. Yeah. Because I also have a confession to make. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have been thinking about this long and hard. And I, I think God, you got me I, I think I'd really like to shout out our listeners in Laos. I will second that. I also want to shout out our listeners in Laos. Okay, Man, but now I'm, glad, I gotta, I'm so glad I said it. <laughs> it was brave, but I'm glad you did because I felt the same way. Uh, do you think we have made it up to our listener in Wales? Uh, do we need to shout out Wales? Do we need to keep doing that? I think we better. He has not responded <laughs> on social media. He hasn't said anything on social media. I think he might be legit mad at us. So, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Niall, shout out to you, man. Uh, please, if you're out there, just let us know that you're still listening. Even if you're mad at us, we just want to know where we stand, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to all of our <laughs> listeners in Wales, but mainly Niall. All right. Uh, that'll all about wrap it up. Uh, Anthony, great talking with you again. How many, what's our countdown? What do we got? We've got uh, four episodes left. Oh, dang. Okay. Or, right, well, yeah, four episodes left. Sorry. I was looking down and saw that I've already got the my pages pulled up for season five, episode 10. And I was like, oh. wait a minute. That's only three episodes after this. <laughs> but this is, that's the next episode. So four episodes left. It's crazy. One, it's, no, it's, it's more than that. One, no. two, three, four you're right Jeez. <laughs> okay all right well thanks for being with us for another episode uh not very many left but we're glad that you are still with us we'll see you next time for another episode of reliving the lights of friday night lights rewatch podcast let's touch god this time boys let's touch god <laughs>